Yeah, Kaplan and LZ. Normally Sedano and LZ. Show's called Sedano and LZ. Kaplan in for Sedano. LZ, we got a lot to get to today. An incredible Monday night football game last night. College football playoffs uh, being announced, and I say being announced, I mean top four being announced right now. Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, USC not sniffing anywhere near the playoff thus far. And a lot of stuff going on with the Lakers. Giannis with a huge contract today. So tons going on. What's up, LZ? What is up, Cap? What is up, Sedano, who I'm sure, George, you're listening while curled up next to the fireplace drinking eggnog with just a little dash of brandy Mm. to get you in the Christmas spirit. At least that's Mm -hmm. what my envision is. I don't drink eggnog. Um, you don't? never have. Then again, I celebrate Chinooka, but it's not that. It just eggnog seems like it looks very thick and creamy to me, and I just I, I, I can't do it. It's very thick and creamy. It's like drinking cake batter. The good thing is when you add alcohol to it, you don't care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't have like a, uh, a something eggnoggy. You know, those of us that celebrate Chinooka, but that's okay. I'll try it this year. Maybe I'll give it a little try. You know, I, once I tried ham, I never go back to anything. I love ham now. You know, like my rabbi's listening and he don't want to hear about that LZ, but I'm telling you right now, once I tried ham, I was like, ooh, this is good. As soon as your rabbi's done with this BLT, you're in trouble. Right. <laughs> okay, LZ, let's, uh, let's start off today with, with what's going on with the Lakers. So mm-hmm. Coach Vogel spoke. LeBron has spoken. Uh, it's very interesting because LeBron, I think, is going to give us a little bit of insight as to as to where he first encountered THT. We've been talking about his endorsement, his blessing. So I'm curious, where would you like to start? You want to hear from the coach? You want to hear about getting ready for Phoenix? You want to hear from the king? What do you say? Let's hear from the king. All right. Start from the top. Okay, let's, let's do this. Bronny, let's have number two here from LeBron. Because he's going to get on the floor tomorrow night. AD will be there as well. I think kind of like an NFL preseason game where the third game, you kind of get everybody their playing time. So then in the fourth game, everybody sits. Third preseason game. I think we're going to see what the Lakers starting lineups are going to look like. Here's what LeBron had to say. I just want to continue to, um, if it's tomorrow, you know, in Phoenix, if it's Friday, I want to just continue what the ball club has been doing. I mean, they've been sharing the ball, moving the ball. Um, playing at a, at a really good pace and, and trying to defend and rebound. And, you know, we just want to, you know, pick up back where we um, where we left off in the bubble, but also enhance that with the new guys. I mean, um, I don't, I'm going to do the same thing. Whatever it takes for our ball club to win, um, you know, I'm going to bring my game. Um, you guys know what my game provides for this ball club. And, um, you know, and I'm, and I'm going to produce that every night. LZ, how, uh, how much playing time, or, or let me rephrase it, does it matter? I mean, d- does it really matter how much LeBron or AD play in these preseason games, the two that are remaining? What do you say? No. Well, I mean, what's the, what's the purpose? To sharpen their skills? Yeah. To see what they're made of? I mean, what's the purpose? Is it to sell seats in the arena? Nope. Like, what's, what is the purpose of playing these two in meaningless games. We have an entire NFL season that everyone is enthralled in, that has historic performances, that has a two-man race for MVP between Patrick Mahomes and and Aaron Rodgers, and the NFL had zero preseason games. None. So I ask you, Scotty, what's the point? No point. You know, what, I'm so glad the purpose? You, I'm so glad you said this because NFL preseason games 
are the biggest waste of everybody's time and money other than the the last 10 guys on the roster that are all looking to make a play to possibly make the team. But buying tickets to a preseason game, because that's the only way you can buy season tickets, is a giant ripoff. Having to play, pay for, for parking at a, at a preseason game when you're not going to see the real star players play. It's all a big waste of time unless you're one of those last couple of guys. But in this NBA preseason, this abbreviated NBA preseason, I wouldn't think that any of this matters at all. They got practice time to all work on team chemistry. You'd have a hard time selling me on anything being worthwhile with these preseason games for LeBron and AD in particular. For LeBron and AD, obviously for Kuz, for THT, you know, for some of the members of the team who may be finding themselves in rotations with each other, this is fantastic for them. But for LeBron and AD, give me 10 minutes, maybe 12 for the entire game, and then sit their asses down and let them observe. Yeah, There's sure. no reason to play them any more than that. I agree. I totally agree. Uh, so here's the question about LeBron and Taylor Horton Tucker, because many of us are now very consumed with, okay, let me get this story straight. 40 minutes the other night, 30-plus points, People are talking about, can he play? Some people are saying, forget it. This is just preseason. You'll never see him get any serious playing time this year, while others are saying, well, wait, maybe there's a way for him to work his way into this rotation. How did LeBron le- – le- well, let's hear what LeBron had to say about THT. Go ahead and play it. First of all, I mean, obviously the basketball, we can see what he's capable of doing. Um, for him to be uh, 20 years old, um, he's just – he hasn't even scratched the surface yet of what he's going to be. Um, but the kid can flat out play. Um, I saw it about three and a half, four years ago. Um, I, I was watching a high school basketball game, and I happened to catch Simeon um, playing. And, and I told uh, our agent at the time, um, it's now Taylor's agent, Rich Paul, told my agent, um, I said, he need to take a look at this kid, Taylor Horton Tucker, that's at Simeon. I think, um, you know, the kid is super talented. This is like four years ago. Um, long story short, I mean, obviously, you see what he's doing now. And um, he's going to continue to get better and better and better, you know, as the days goes on. He get an opportunity to practice against us, the guys as veterans and and things of that nature. So uh, he's just going to be – he's going to continue to improve and and he's going to do some really good things in this league for a long time. Boy, LZ, how would you like to have that endorsement? I mean, if he said half of that about me at this point, I'd be pinching myself. (laughs) But for THT, and we talked about this yesterday, Cap, um, the high school he went to, Simeon, it's, it's, it's a factory for ballers. And the fact that THT was able to lead that high school to three consecutive city championships, and I know people are like going, oh, well, it's high school and blah, 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 and there's all sorts of Mr. Indianas and Mr. Michigan and blah, 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 Mr. California. And that's true. But this is a factory. That have produced Derrick Rose, you know, that have produced numerous top 10 picks. And for him to be a stud at that school tells you something. And Bron is speaking to it. Yeah, how about LeBron saying, hey, yeah, I was at a tournament. So, first of all, that's LeBron the dad, right? LeBron is there because he got kids that are playing, and his son may have been in, you know, seventh or eighth grade or whatever, sixth or seventh grade, and he sees this kid who's probably a junior in high school. I'm just trying to do the math in my head as quickly as I can. So, don't quote me on exactly who was in what grade at what time, but you understand what I'm saying. He sees this young kid, 
And, he, and LeBron actually says to the agent, yo, you got to check this kid out. So that's when we talk about like LeBron's uh, early preseason public affection for this young kid. Sounds like he's been kind of you know keeping his eye on him since he's about 16 years old. Well, yeah, but someone kept their eye on him. That's how he ended up being the number one pick out of high school. Someone kept their eye on Kobe. You know, someone kept their eye on KG, who's also from Chicago. Not the same school, but he's also from that same, you know, sort of culture, basketball-wise. Like, scouts are out there, man. Just like you see those ridiculous stories about, you know, college coaches offering, you know, middle schoolers college scholarships. It's because they got scouts out there already. Mm-hmm. You can tell. I know it sounds ridiculous, and certainly you can work hard to overcome your initial, you know, youth athletic resume or whatever, but you can tell real early on which little girl or which little boy has something and which one may have to work on it and which one are just, this just isn't their field. <laughs> so it doesn't shock me at all that Bron will see a strong, long-arm, athletic young man and be like, yo, keep your eye on that one. He might be special. Yeah, I know. This is uh, this is really cool. I think there's so much more to this story, and I'm dying to learn more about it. So we'll see what happens here tomorrow night when the Lakers play the Suns. We'll hear more from Frank Vogel. Like, for example, what are you going to do about this rotation? I know there's only four preseason games, and LeBron and AD haven't played, and a lot of the new guys have not been on the floor together yet. But how are you planning on managing this? We'll hear from Frank Vogel coming up. Also, I really want to talk about this now, what I think is a brewing SC controversy. And it's not necessarily whether USC deserves to or should be around the college football playoff, but really I think a lot of it could be between Keyshawn and Mike Bone, the athletic director at USC. We'll talk about that later on. And I'll tell you what, LZ, I'd really like to get to what happened last night because I thought that was the most entertaining NFL football game I'd seen since the Rams and the Chiefs at the Coliseum two years ago. So we got a great show coming up. Lewis Riddick at the top of the hour. Don't go anywhere. Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, a little holiday music here. I like this. Trying to get into the spirit. It's the number one song in the country this week. Oh, really? It is. It is, it is. Last year was the first time in its release's history that it hit number one. Mm -hmm. And this go-round, it hit number one very quickly. So congratulations, Mariah Carey. All right. How about that? Sedano and LZ here on a Tuesday afternoon on 710 ESPN. Scott Kaplan in for George Sedano. Keep it going, Brawny. Let, let, us, let us jam a little bit because, LZ, I would like to get into the holiday spirit. Are you feeling 
the holidays on December 15th, 2020. How are you feeling about the holiday season? Well, let's see. Uh, Christmas is my favorite time of year. Mm-hmm. So basically since Thanksgiving, I've been preparing and celebrating. Christmas trees are up. Um, gifts are being, you know, procured, if you will. But more importantly, the Christmas music is playing. Mm. I'm a have, very have, big Christmas. Wait, did you have to start it all over again? Yeah, what'd you do, Brian? Did you, did you, did you, did you, yeah, sorry, the whole song's not in the system. That's, uh, this is all they left me with. Oh, really? They mm. gave you a fraction of Mariah? <laughs> Disrespectful! You have That's to go it. full Mariah. Full Mariah. Never go full Mariah. Always go full Mariah. Always. LZ, let I'm me ver- ask you a question. Have you have yes, you sir. shopped for anything that is not online? Have you been anywhere to shop for anything in a brick and mortar <laughs> store? I did run to the store to buy some sliders to put on the grill earlier today. Does that count? No, I'm talking like, did you buy a gift at no, a I'm not store? Christmas shopping in a bricks and mortar store. Mm-hmm. But in full disclosure... It's probably been a couple of years since I've done that. Yeah. So this not necessarily is a anti-Rona thing. This is just a, it's just easier to get it sent to your house and not deal with the parking situation thing. Yeah. Yeah, I went to a mall and I just couldn't believe it was wide open, every store and nobody there. Nobody yeah. there. And I was like, except one person was working. There was a girl in a uh, bubble like one of those uh, air bubble thingies, and she was wearing like a, like a Christmassy kind of outfit, get up, mm-hmm. and she didn't have a mask on because she was in a bubble. And, and she was waving like you're rocking by, and you're like, hey, Christmas, cool. And then she's waving from inside the bubble. And uh, no mask because, again, she's bubbled. But uh, I was <laughs> like, oh, that's an interesting job that you know, the, the mall really feels like they got to have that this year. You know? Yeah, yeah, I, I guess I got to step it up a couple of notches to get people to come out there. But the truth is, is that I don't know about you, um, there are not a lot of traditional brick-and-mortars places pre-anti-Rona that I will be uh, going to post-anti-Rona. Mm. You know, it's like, I started thinking, I was like, why am I going to the grocery store when I can just have it delivered? Am I really picking the best mango, or can anyone just pick a mango? <laughs> right, I don't want somebody to pick my mango. I want to pick my own mango. I want to feel I it, used to feel it. that way, too. But it's not like my mangoes are that great anyway. Yeah, and you know what's Or my like avocados. When, right. They pick it out. They send it over. You're like, that's fine. But do you ever go in and just observe, like, the people who are charged with the Instacart guys and gals who go out and pick for other people? No, not at all. Never. I have. And? I've watched them. And? Let's just say they're not sending their best. Mm. <laughs> I literally saw a guy just grab the first apple that he touched and just put it in a bag. Mm, this he didn't good. look at it. Mm-hmm. He didn't smell it. He didn't, he didn't inspect it to see if it was bruised. He, he just care. threw it in. He, he doesn't care. care. What does he, he doesn't care? care. He doesn't, exactly. Dude, hey, is it not my apple? It's your apple. If it was my apple, exactly. I'd care. Not mine, it's right. yours. Right. Hey, if you're if you care so much come, about your apple, exactly. Right. Right. Go you're get your own lazy? damn apples. Exactly right. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. All right. Uh, Sedano and LZ today on 710 ESPN. The whole show is not going to be about picking produce, although I think we're capable of pulling it off if you want to know the truth. But I think we, uh, we wanted to get back to Frank Vogel. I want to get into Monday Night Football. We're definitely going to talk about this SC controversy. And I say controversy because I think I'm watching ESPN right now, and they're starting to talk about Mike Bone and what he said last night on ESPN Radio Overnight and what Keyshawn said this morning. So we'll get to all of that. But 
LZ, uh, tomorrow we will not be on the air because the Lakers will play preseason game three. And here's what Coach Vogel said this afternoon about his expectations for LeBron and AD. LeBron and AD, um, you know, I just want to see them uh, go out and try to get a rhythm, uh, get comfortable with, uh, with some of their new teammates, and try to get their legs under them a little bit. You know, uh, we've been trying to intentionally every day monitor the amount of work uh, we put on those guys after the, the shortest offseason in history. And, um, you know, that'll be no different with, uh, with these next two preseason games. All right. What do you think, LZ? I mean, a rhythm. You were saying earlier, play 10 minutes, play 12 minutes. I, I don't know what kind of rhythm you're going to get into. What do you say? I, I mean, listen, the man has come in and won a championship in his first year. So I'm not going to sit here like an ass and pretend as if I know more about ball than he does after the success he's just pulled off in his entire career, but particularly for the Lakers last season. But as an observer, I would simply say I have yet to see – a veteran benefit from preseason. I've seen young players benefit from it, but veterans like a LeBron who's like 30-some years old or even AD who's still in his 20s but come on, he's been in the league for a long time, I don't see them benefiting from preseason. They're not playing their hardest, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're not going all out. So it's like what exactly is this rhythm we're supposed to be reaching for? Yeah, I feel like I feel like he's like, oh, man, I got to talk to the media. I really have nothing to say. Coach, what is uh, what, what are the expectations for AD and LeBron? He's like, OK, um, I got to come up with, oh, well, you know, just rhythm really is kind of, you know, get acclimated, really maybe a little run. I just feel like he, he just has to answer the question. So he's just mm -hmm. saying what needs to be said uh, when, you know, again, there's no I don't think there's any real depth to, hey, it's the third preseason game. We got to get AD and LeBron acclimated. <laughs> All right, we'll talk more about this as the afternoon goes on. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Happy holidays from our friends at Valvoline. It's Sedano and LZ. Scott Kaplan in for George Sedano. You know, before you hit the highways, you can pull into your neighborhood Valvoline Instant Oil Change, home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. Valvoline provides quick and convenient maintenance services for busy people just like you, from oil changes to tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Stay safe and in your car while expert technicians perform contactless service, making sure your ride is in peak performance. You just pull up, drive in, drive out. It's like 15 minutes. Visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and coupons from Valvoline Instant Oil Change. LZ, what would you think Sir? of last night's Monday night football game? The Cleveland Browns on prime time 
and back and forth, and they were down 14, and they came roaring back, and then Lamar went off the field, and then he came back on fourth and five through a touchdown, and then and then dramatic at the end because Cleveland scores, but then here comes Baltimore and bomb field goal, and then, by the way, at the end of the game, trying to pull the, the Cal Stanford play, and then a safety, which results in a lot of people who are gamblers. I'm not all complaining about the bad beat. LZ Granderson, what do you say about last night? I think last night, first and foremost, showed us that the league is in really good hands, man. It's in good hands. You know, when Peyton and Tom and Breeze and then eventually Rodgers are all gone, and obviously, you know, Peyton is already the first domino, but Brady and Rodgers and Breeze, they're going to eventually retire. And what I saw last night was the future of this league. And I'm good. I am good. Baker Mayfield and Lamar Jackson put on a show. A show. The show that we used to see back when Brady and and, and Manny would go at it. Though usually Manny would just outperform Brady because Bill Belichick's defense was too much for Manny to figure out. Nonetheless, Mm. (laughs) nonetheless, that's what I'm talking about. It was like a precursor to the future of this league. So first and foremost, I just found myself enthralled going, look at these two young men from the same draft getting it in, getting it done. Toss in golf, a little bit of Dak, right? Maybe Justin Herbert. And you see a league that's in really good hands. So that's first. And then second, I hope one of these two teams come out of the AFC when the Rams are there in the Super Bowl. Please, Lord Jesus, let one of those two teams be there waiting for our defense. Because as spectacular as those QBs were, and they were spectacular, you ain't going to tell me they're going to do all what they just did against this current construction of the Rams defense. You ain't going to convince me of that. Now, you can tell me that the Chiefs might come in and do some damage in the Super Bowl against us, and I'll be like going, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I saw last night, oh, we can handle that. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was a great game. I really did. I I said earlier, I I was at the game two years ago at the Coliseum when the Chiefs and the Rams played, and they moved the game from Mexico City, and they used the field conditions in Mexico City as an excuse, but the reality was the NFL was really trying to gain a foothold in L.A., and those there were all the dangerous fires, and there were Rams players and coaches that had to move out of their homes, and it was a great way to kind of show off the NFL's community involvement yep. and and let's make sure all the first responders are here but it was a I was gonna say, and the tickets to the first responders too don't forget that part that was i mean really it was good. it was a great night i mean i think yeah. was it the chain smokers who played at halftime that night I'm trying to remember who so. it was. yeah i think I'm, i believe maybe. so is that right was i right yeah. really chain smokers yeah yeah, yeah you're she, right yeah she has some leftover mattress in colorado or something mm. <laughs> Well, here's what I can tell you. I thought it was the best game in the regular season I've seen in two years. Back and forth, back and forth. And the drama and the story, LZ, everybody's talking about it today. Why did Lamar Jackson leave the field? And what's the most spectacular part about it is whether you believe that he had to go to the bathroom or he had some kind of leg cramps and he had to take an IV, the fact that the kid comes back out onto the field and when he goes back out into the game, it's because the other guy just got hurt and so the other guy was the third guy 
And he just got hurt, and here comes Lamar, and it's fourth and five, and what does he do? He throws a touchdown pass. Yep. I mean, it was, it was just great reality TV sports drama. I loved the game. I didn't love the result in the final analysis, just so you know. But Why I loved the game. Why do you like the, the result? Well, you know, I told you this story yesterday, and Lewis Riddick is going to join us from ESPN's Monday Night Football in just a few minutes. But, you know, my, my collegiate roommate and BFF is the offensive coordinator of of Cleveland and I wanted to see the Browns win I think people walked away from the game saying wow the Browns are good like I didn't even realize it because because you know I, I haven't really seen enough of the Browns the Browns are good they're they're coming and Baltimore has the MVP and a lot of people think that you know they were going to be one of the AFC favorites coming into this season so I just I think walking out Baltimore is dangerous and Cleveland's for real I don't know if any of them can play with Kansas City but I found it to be the most entertaining game of the year. It was really entertaining. I'm always hesitant to call something the best of the year because inevitably what that just means is that I can't remember. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I'm always hesitant to be like, oh, this is the best because that's just recency bias. Like I'm pretty sure there are other games like that great game against the Rams and the Bills this season that went down to the last play and then there was a call. <laughs> So the Rams saw him all the way back, which was amazing. The Bills come back, which was amazing. The Rams get ahead of them again, which is amazing. And then there's a call. So, I mean, there's all sorts of games. Just because this is the one I saw last night, I'm just going to crown it right away. I just need to think about it more. But for your buddy who's the offensive coordinator, he ain't got ish to be ashamed of. They scored 42 damn points. I know, right? Against a really good defense. And the chances are, if Baker doesn't throw that pick that leads to a touchdown, they probably win. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So the I thought, offense was great. I thought so too. I thought. I mean, I th- and and the thing that Baker Mayfield does now that he didn't do before is the way he uh, hides the ball on play action. It's very deceiving, and and that's coaching. And so I'm I'm really glad to see Baker Mayfield improving. Like I said, I thought it was a great game. I think it's very funny that people are skeptical of a player for leaving the field, and the assumption is, oh my God, he got to go to the bathroom versus, hey, that guy's legs are all cramped up and he needs an IV. But when he does leave the field and he goes into the locker room and they've got that camera there and there's a guy walking out of the locker room. And, and Lamar, he says, get out the way. What, what, what's the issue here? You know, like, like he, what do you think, LZ? He moved his hand. I know that hand movement too. I know that walk and I know that hand movement. And, ain't nothing, and nothing that I saw had anything to do with cramps. That was all, bruh, I had too much coffee, or bruh, I ate something wrong, get out the way, because I, I, I need to handle my business. I see team doctors like on Twitter going, no, if you look at his left forearm, he's got a bandage, which indicates he was taking an IV. So I went, okay, that seems like a good point. So I went back and I watched the video of him going into the locker room. He already had that same bandage on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I had to go examine why are we the so, tape. Why are we so silly, though, in this country? Why can't, why can't we just say he has to go to the bathroom? Lamar can just say he has to go to the bathroom. We can be adults. Why are we, at the end of the day, just like extras from the film Porky's, from those of you who remember that movie's from like the 1980s? Like we're just kids giggling and laughing amongst ourselves. It's a natural human function. He shouldn't feel embarrassed about it. He had to go. That was a really good <laughs> reference, by the way, Porky's, because it immediately reminded me of one of the characters whose name was Meat. And then they asked him why his nickname was Meat, and then he told you why his nickname was Meat. But exactly. yeah, that's a good that's a good call, Porky's. 
Hey, thanks, brother. Yeah, right on. They, they, they call me meat, too. <laughs> they don't call me meat. I can tell you that right now. Uh, ESPN's Lewis Riddick from Monday Night Football will be with us coming up. But coming up next, what you need to know. And what you need to know is that LZ was hot on Twitter today. I'm going to tell you what he was doing and what he was asking. Coming right back on Sedano and LZ on 710 ESPN. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Yeah, it is time for what you need to know. Scott Kaplan in for George Sedano, LZ in the house. So LZ, uh, what you need to know is being brought to us by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. I think that um, today I'd like to say that what you need to know is not what ULZ need to know. It's what everybody who's listening to 710 ESPN needs to know, and that is this. Mm-hmm. You went off today on Twitter, in my opinion, at least two times. The first time is when you pretty much told Johnny Hecker of the Rams, I'm coming for your job, dog. Can you take us through that tweet, please, LZ? Yes, sir. I shot a promotional video for today's show. As I was working out in my authentic Rams poncho, as I do from time to time to psych myself up. And uh, I just wanted, you know, Johnny to know, and as well as Coach, that um, if you need me, I'm ready. I can go. I can be a punter. You know, under certain certain circumstances, I can be a punter. (laughs) Uh (laughs) I had to get that out. Right. So of all the positions on the field, you feel like punter is the one that you think you could play. I mean, is there anything else that you think you could play before punter? Is there anything else where I won't get hurt? Mm, I understand that. Just checking. I mean, everything else is dangerous. I mean, even punting is dangerous. Punting is dangerous. But, you know, you can always fake tackle like a lot of the guys do mm-hmm. where they run in the general vicinity and then they dive knowing good and full well they're not going to actually hit anything. Right. Yeah, I could do that. I did that when I was a kicker in college and I would be on kickoff coverage. Yeah, I'd go down. If there was any action coming my way, I'd like dive, even if the ball wasn't even near me. I just, hey, I gave it an effort. Yeah, because what you what you have to have, and you know this obviously, is a dirty uniform. Yeah, if you yeah. come out losing and your uniform is clean, then people look at you disrespectfully. Mm. Yeah, it was always tough being the kicker. Um, my high school team, you know, uh, we'd wear all white, and we'd play grass fields, you know, and mud. And everybody else was dirty, man, except me. I walk out pristine, white, clean, not, looking not good. Not a good look. Not yeah. a good look. I know. Didn't look good. Yeah. Jewish mother, though, was like, don't get dirty. You know? Yeah, that makes sense. Happy Tunica, by the way. Thank you very much. Uh, Lewis Riddick will be here from ESPN in a matter of moments. But real quick, mm-hmm. LZ, you were also strong today with this question on Twitter. Best Silent Night version. Is it boys to men? The Oh, here we go. It is the boys to men version. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's really that's good. good. What are that the other versions? Sense. The other versions, the temptations. 
Old school that Motown. Just, that just got up in my bones right there. Mm-hmm. You can't tell, Scotty, but right now I'm seasoning myself with Lowry's. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> I am a I am a walking Christmas dinner right now. Yeah? You're seasoning just yourself with Lowry's, huh? L- Lowry's and pumpkin spice. I got both <laughs> of them on me. Just rubbing it in my skin like a moisturizer right now. Like a nice dry rub on you. Yeah. Ooh, that Sounds gets to hot. Me. Right, um, and the, the third one, option. The third option was Kira Franklin and the fam. No, 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 no. Kirk, Kirk Franklin. Oh, what are sorry, you, Smokey Robinson over here? I didn't know this one. I didn't know it. And did I say Kara? I guess I didn't see the... Oh, Kirk. <laughs> Dumbass. Ah. Uh, see, this is a sneaky pick. This is a deep dive. This is good. Yeah. All right, let me ask Lewis Riddick. Lewis Riddick is standing by from ESPN's Monday Night Football. What a game last night. Excellent broadcast. I think ESPN got it so right with this Monday Night Football crew. Steve Levy, I love. I, I absolutely have a man crush on Lewis Riddick, as always. And I think Brian Greasy's good. I wasn't expecting that. Here's Lewis Riddick on Sedano and LZ. Scott Kaplan in for Sedano on 710 ESPN. Hey, Lou. What's going on, man? What's up, sir? We got a very important. We got a very important question for you. All right, all right, Lewis. Scotty? Best yep, version of Silent Night is it Boys to Men? Is it The Temptations? Or is it Kirk Franklin and the Fam? Lewis Riddick. Oh, come on, man. You know how old I am, right? Yep, I do. The Temptations. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, I put up a poll that, earlier see today. That, see that right there? The reason why I say so. That, that right there, that's mom and dad right there, okay? That's Christmas right. Eve right there. I mean, I can't, I, can't, I can't pick anything else if I wanted to. Listen, I'm with you, brother. I sprinkled myself <laughs> with some Lowry's and pumpkin spice while I was listening to it play on the radio. <laughs> so, so I know what you're talking about. But I put up a poll, and boys to men version is actually leading 48.5% to the Temptations 45.6%, and Kirk Franklin and the family is coming in third – Distant third with five point nine percent. Yeah, that, that's not that's not surprising. That's not surprising. But I, I tell you, but um, look, the Temptations they they they've got that one, man. I mean that. Wow, I mean that just hearing that it brings back so many memories as a kid, man. And they're all good ones too. That's why that's why I'll never change. Great memories with that. Did you all have right. to pick your own collard greens, or did your mom do it all herself? Oh, she did it. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even mess around when it comes to when it comes to cooking when when it comes to mom i'm just like hey just let me know when you, I, don't even, I don't even ask you couldn't even pick the collard greens or soak the black no, eyed peas or nothing no no you know what you know why because look i was always outside man i was on the bike kicking my football somewhere around you know stuff like i didn't hey i just knew this i just knew when she said it's time to eat it's time to go <laughs> she was uh that that was her domain and it, it's really not that much different now Lewis Riddick was in the booth last night at the Cleveland-Baltimore game. Lou, I don't know, man. You've been to a lot of great games so far this year and broadcasting over the last few years, not always in the booth, but down on the field as part of the pregame. I haven't seen a better regular season game in the NFL in the last two years. What did you think about last night's performance, these two teams? Yeah, they they answered the bell, man, as far as how how their – level of play reflected how important this season was, or rather this game was to both teams for different reasons. I mean, for Baltimore, they're playing for their playoff life. They know they have to keep winning. 
They know that the AFC is competitive for those wild card spots. And so they know that they need to keep winning. For Cleveland, they know that they needed to beat somebody that really, I guess for, for lack of a better phrase, meant something in the NFL. A good team, a team that historically has been good, a team that has beat them eight out of the last 10 or eight out of the last 11 times they played, a team that just whooped them at the, you know, week one of the regular season. Because they need to have to get that league-wide national respect uh, that they've been that they've been searching for for so long. Now, even though they didn't win, I know there's no consolation prizes, there's no moral victories in the NFL. We get that this isn't college; it's nothing like that. But I think for the fans there, they understand that this is not the same old Browns. This team shows character, fight. Uh, they weren't they weren't at full strength either. I mean, you know, they, they've had some injuries there. I mean, Baltimore wasn't at full strength either. But for them to continue to play for 60 straight minutes, right down to the wire, both teams, and then have the guy who I call the you know the football sniper, Justin Tucker, coming there and just I mean it's like nothing to him. 50 yards, whatever. 53, 55. What do you want? Just tell me where you want it. Tell me when you want it. And I'm gonna put it through the uprights. I mean, it was incredible. It was incredible. You know, one of the things that struck me at the end of the game. You know, obviously the result was the result and, you know, the controversy about Lamar leaving a field, what have you. But I just felt really good about the league because I felt we saw two quarterbacks who can be part of the new faces of the league going forward as we're looking at the twilight years of Breeze and Brady. And while Rodgers still has a few years left, he too is on the plus side of 30. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you think these two quarterbacks, Baker and Lamar, are going to be among the faces of the league, or are we still waiting for those replacements to join Patrick Mahomes? No, I, I think I think we're good to go. I, I really do, and I know the league, and I think fans overall were were worried about that for a while. But I think over the past two years, three years, we we've seen like the the torch starting to really be passed, and we we've, we've seen the young guys really taking it and starting to run with it, although. You know, Aaron is still holding on to, to his, you know, his top spot right now as, much, as far as the older crew. But the younger guys are coming on, man. They really are, and they're in a good spot. And there's no doubt what was – I think what really struck people last night or what should have struck people last night was just the difference in style, all right? Yeah. And there's no one style as far as quarterback play anymore. There just isn't. And I know, you know, there's people who want to continue to – knock Lamar down because of the fact that he plays with a different style than Baker or plays with a different style than traditional quarterbacks do. But he, he knows he's still a work in progress as far as a pure thrower of the football. And he's going to continue to work on that. But in the meantime, would you see that I mean, he can make up for it in so many different ways. And then right. Baker has found his group now. He has found the guy that can really get him going as far as Kevin Stefanski and, yes, Scott, Alex Van Pelt. There you go. Thank you, Lou. There you go. Thank you, Lewis. They're all they've all, they've got him playing in a system now that really helps him get into a rhythm quickly. Run centric offense, lots of play action, which gets him playing more confident, seeing the field better. And then when it comes down, comes time to be a pure drop back passer on third down, where play action isn't a factor, he's able to hit you that way too. And as the game went on, he did more and more of that. It's just nice to see the young guy. It's nice to see young quarterbacks get around good coaches, good system, good structures, and and thrive. I mean, we have so many instances where these kids get ruined because they go to the bad teams as good quarterbacks coming out in the draft, 
and they're, and those teams aren't ever able to support them the way they deserve. And these two are now getting supported the way they deserve. Yeah, right on. Lewis Riddick from ESPN's Monday Night Football on Sedano and LZ. Scott Kaplan in for George Sedano. Lewis, let me um, let me get your opinion on something because I thought it was interesting how after the game Lamar talked about you know just really having to go out there and play. In other words, mm-hmm. there's less practice time. There's less hand to hand. And you talked about this last night. There's no hugging it out. Like there's no handshaking. There's no the, the mm-hmm. amount of time that players and coaches spend together this COVID season is unlike any other, which to me makes the performances like we saw last night that much more impressive. What, what are you finding out about all these teams that you're traveling and visiting and how they're, how they're preparing for games that is so different? Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, football's a relationship sport in, in every way. Football's a contact sport, not just in terms of the physicality of it, but, you know, Traditionally and ideally, it's contact, it's human contact, it's one-to-one contact, and not just on the field, but in meeting rooms, outside the meeting rooms, in the weight rooms, in the training rooms, on the buses, on the planes. I mean, it's, it's that constant communication, brotherhood. The same thing that you find, you know, in the, in the armed forces, obviously, with different, with different things at stake. But, I mean, it's the same kind of camaraderie. And when you don't have it, it's hard to come together then when you finally do see your brothers to actually kind of, be in sync and in unison and look efficient and look, you know, sharp and be able to carry it out for three hours or three and a half hours, however long a game takes. So what you're finding is this, the very best leaders, coaches, teachers are thriving. As far as coaches are concerned, the very best players that are instinctive, that are unifiers, that are guys who bring guys together, even if they haven't been, together very much when they finally do see one another they're able to bring everyone together and guys kind of get they're, they're so grateful scott to just be around one another that they find ways over time over a three and a half hour game to just do enough make enough plays to where they come out on top and that's what lamar was talking about like yeah. look i just went out and did my thing i just kind of let my god-given ability take over these guys know what i can do the coaches know what I can do. John Harbaugh told us in production meetings, I just want Lamar to be Lamar because when he is and he's not trying to live up to everyone else's expectation as far as how they think he should play the game, that's when he plays the most free. He's loose. He's not uptight. He's not trying to do things that right now maybe his development won't allow him to do. And what does he do best? He creates. He's an artist. And every time that he decided to paint last night, you saw what happened. It was like a masterpiece every time where you're sitting there going, dang, you know, like, there he goes. There he goes again. And, and that's, I mean, that's different than Baker. I mean, Baker is a much more paint-by-the-numbers type of guy, but that has its own beauty. And you saw, I mean, he threw for, what, 300-something yards last night against a good defense and a defensive coordinator in Wink Martindale who's going to get head coaching opportunities. So that's why, you know, Elsie, when you said that the league is in great hands with the, well, rather when you asked me that question, I believe because of all the different styles that we have of quarterback now, it's in great hands with the guys who we have right now. And because the young kids who are coming up, high school, college, all different types are saying, I can play in the league now. I don't have to be that 6'4", 6'5", iron deer in the front lawn, standing in the pocket, tall, you know, elbow up and look like a you know electric football man throwing the football. I can do what I need to do. I can just be me. And that's why the game is going to continue to grow and be the most popular sport in America. 
How about that? All right. Hey, Lou Riddick, uh, thanks for being available, man. I know last night, you know, big big game. By the way, you look, LZ, did you see what Lewis was wearing last night? Check him out. Of course. Out. Of course, man. Lou, man, he looks but, sharp. Listen, but he yeah, on national TV, dog. What you think he was going to do? No, I know, but, like, the other guys are wearing, like, sport coats and ties. And, Lou, you just look sweet, man. Well, it was cold, bro. <laughs> and you know if you know me i i don't deal well with the cold so i appreciate it though i gotta try and represent somehow yeah exactly so, got a quick question for you brother before you take off yeah. now that you've decided that the temptations version of silent night is number one mm-hmm. you got one christmas song to play is it donny hathaway's this christmas or the temptations silent night wow uh, it's still the temptation. Because I'm just telling you, look, Christmas, there you go. There you go. <laughs> you, know that remind, you know what that reminds me? That reminds me of, like, when Christmas, like, for me, like, I, I, didn't, I never went to sleep, man. I just kind of laid in the room until it was time. I just laid in the room. And that's what that reminds me of. So those are good memories. That's always going to be number one. There you go. Hey, Lou, thanks for being available to us today. Appreciate great, great broadcast last night. Incredible game. And uh, love your work, man. Thanks, dude. You can it, Thanks, bro. brother. Okay, I'll see you. All, All right. right. Lewis Riddick from ESPN's Monday Night Football. He agrees. Silent Night, The Temptations. The Temptations, Virgin. But boys to men are leading right now. I see that. Which, which uh, direction do you lead? 